0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning into episode 18 of the Take a Swig podcast. This is Swig coming at you. We got hot takes, cold beers after the final week of the 2022 NFL regular season. We're going to do a big playoff preview today, but the final three teams locked up their spots. That would be the Jaguars, Dolphins, and Seahawks to round out the playoff field. We're going to do a preview, talk stock up, stock down for every team in the field. But before we get into that, got Blake with me as always. Blake, how you doing, man? How was your weekend?
1: Oh, it was great. I had a great time. Yeah, just enjoying life these days you know
0: nice 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 positive vibes to start off i like that uh, and uh, before we go any further i want to uh, introduce we have a guest on with us today we're happy to bring our friend nick back to the show for the preview nick thank you for coming on again man thanks for being here
2: always a pleasure joining thank you guys for having me I love talking sports with you guys
0: well, we love talking sports with you as well, and uh, looking forward to getting you both of your guys' opinions on everything. Uh, and uh, I'll say, congrats to uh, you know, listeners. No, Blake's a Chiefs fan. Nick, you're an Eagles fan. You guys locked up the one seeds in your respective conferences, so enjoy your week off next week.
2: Oh, we will, because <laughs> we're losing the first round.
0: Uh, yeah, we're used to this. So, <laughs> uh, this the, the spoiled. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs fan who gets the first round by again goes straight to the we're used to this. Jesus Christ, man!
1: Hey, no. Uh, I, I have an extra level of
0: confidence after that ring
1: around the rosy play, so I, I'm riding high this week.
0: Yeah, I know we just talked about it a second ago. I'll ask both you guys what was. I, I know Blake's gonna have a biased answer here, but bet was was the ring around the rosy or the lion's hook and ladder from the line of scrimmage better?
2: Oh, uh, hook and ladder. Hook and ladder. It's gotta be the hook and ladder. That play design was a lot better, but that Chiefs play was so disrespectful to the yeah. Raiders. So that's a little different.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was so different. Like that, the Lions did an awesome play out of creativity and having nothing to lose, and the Chiefs did it just saying, "We don't give a fuck."
2: <laughs> Literally. Yeah, we're we're good
1: for at least two plays like that a year.
0: Well, good for you. Um, yeah, Congrats. it's a luxury that most fans do not have. But uh, let us uh, I'm, I'm excited to dive in here, get into some of the playoff teams. Uh, some of these teams are coming in with a lot of momentum. Some of them aren't. We'll see. Like, I know we'll all have different opinions on who we think is the legit contender and who isn't. And uh, I think the way we're going to do this is we'll start with the the Saturday playoff game teams. So there, there's two games Saturday. That'd be the Seahawks and the 49ers. And then the Chargers and the Jaguars. We'll start with them. And then we'll go on to talk about the teams playing in the three games Sunday. And then the the two teams in the Monday night game. Does that work for you, boys? Works for me,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: All right, perfect. Well, then we'll uh, get us started. Them, uh, the Seahawks and Forty Nine ers are the first game. We'll uh, start with Seattle, I guess. Uh, they're the visiting team, I guess. We'll start with the visiting for all these games. So uh, I'll start with you, Nick, since you're the guest. Uh, what are your, What's your take on the Seahawks and their momentum heading into the playoffs?
2: You know, honestly, I if want to say stock up or stock down, I say down. I think they kind of backed their way into the playoffs, and their last few games have really been that good they got destroyed by the Panthers a few weeks ago and then they barely beat the Rams honestly should have lost that game um so honestly I think they just backed in the playoffs I love what Geno Smith is doing so that's a great sign Pete Carroll's done a great job with these young players a lot of rookies so the development there is great they have a bright future great picks but I think they just backed their way into the playoffs and Honestly, I don't think it will be that close of a game against the 49ers, but it's a really good sign for the future for Seattle.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with Nick here. Um, I think they have a really solid building block in Seattle. You know, I like a lot of the things they did this year, but they definitely tapered off at the end. They struggled to close out the year. And th- this team just um, – they their fall showed up to finish the year. I don't think they really – I wouldn't say they don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but they're not winning a playoff game this year. But it's a solid team moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, I I would definitely agree. So uh, for anyone uh, wanting the clarification listening, so yeah, stock up or stock down is just for the teams going into this specific playoffs, not their future outlook, because I would definitely agree the Seahawks have a bright future and that the trade they made with Wilson looks amazing right now. But they definitely did not play as well second half of the season. Uh, I'm also open to throwing in stock the same uh, for any of these teams if you think they're just kind of treading water. But I would agree the Seahawks are trending down. I know that they won their last two games against the, uh, the Jets and then the Rams here barely, like you guys said. And then even by beating the Rams, they still needed and got the help from the Lions to clinch the last spot. So they backed in. I I just, I don't see it uh, for them either this year, but it's still a hell of an accomplishment year one for them.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Pete Carroll's done a great job. I mean, you got Tariq Woolen, you got Kenneth Walker, two, uh, honestly, two candidates for rookie of the year. Um, and then also, uh, the two tackles they also drafted. Pete Carroll's done a great job and should honestly be a candidate for coach of the year.
0: Doesn't Ooh. matter how long he coaches. It's still – he does something interesting every year, man, I swear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely a very solid coach.
0: Well, let's uh, fl- look over to the other team on this matchup. That'd be the San Francisco 49ers. They are obviously coming into the playoffs on a bit of a different note, even though they're down to Brock Purdy at quarterback. They are coming in with a 10-game winning streak heading into the playoffs, finishes the number two seed after a three-and-four start. Blake, I'll start with you with this one. Uh, what's your stock watch for the 49ers heading in?
1: Oh, dude, stock up. This team I, this team's going to go far into the playoffs this year. If they don't win at all, they will be – at least in the conference championship. Mm,
0: Interesting. So you have them winning at least two playoff games, no matter what.
1: Yeah, this this team is a walk for the NFC championship game.
2: Book it. Book it. I like Um,
0: the confidence.
2: Yeah, I honestly agree. Stock up. I mean, they are peaking at the perfect time. Yes, they have Brock Purdy, so I guess the only, like, concern is – he's a rookie quarterback, seventh round rookie. I mean, the last pick of the draft. So like going to your first playoff games, there are concerns, but they're peaking at the perfect time. I honestly think they're the best uh, team in the NFC um, overall from uh, top to bottom. So stock up, I think they easily get past the Seahawks. I think they uh, depending who they play in the second round could get some trouble. Um, But overall stock up, uh, I would expect this team to be at bare minimum, like Blake said, the NFC Championship game.
0: They definitely have the potential. Like, I love their defense, and there's the old, that is the defense wins championships. Theirs is capable of doing that. They're extremely well coached. Creative offensively, obviously they got and Brandon Ayuk, I don't think it's talked about enough because every time I watch him, he does something that wows me at wide receiver. Like like you guys said, the 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 main concern is just with the third string inexperienced quarterback. But the 49ers haven't really seemed to miss a beat since he became the starter. It's just that he hasn't played an NFL playoff game before, obviously, isn't the the highest pedigree guy, but they they haven't really missed a beat. So I I can't really say anything but stock up for a team that's won 10 games in a row. Like, how could I say anything else?
1: Exactly. This team, I'm telling you, this this team might win it all.
0: Might win it all. You like so? Uh, I'll put you guys on the spot real quick. So like, I'll go over under forty percent odds. Like, uh, what do you think the odds on that are? That the 49ers are the team that makes it out of the NFC?
2: Over, unfortunately, and I'm an Eagles fan. Oh yeah, over over forty percent, easy.
0: Yeah, you guys are really confident. So like, you're, so I you're just think
1: they're the best. They, they yeah, you know, I just think they're the best team. Best all-around team.
0: So, like, the last quarterback that I can think of that ha- had a run like this as a rookie, I know it's not anywhere close with, like, the Mr. Irrelevant last pick thing, but didn't Roethlisberger in his rookie year win, like, his first 12 starts or something?
2: He went 15 oh. and won lost of the AFC championship game to the Patriots that year.
1: Got I it. thought you were going to say Mark Sanchez for getting to the AFC championship game. You thought Not I was going to
0: go to Mark Sanchez with that? Yes. Interesting thought. <laughs> I do like him as an announcer a lot. I'll give him that.
1: Yeah, I do like him.
0: Just bad. I I, I love that. So we're, we're talking about Brock Purdy, and so we go from like they're both first rounders. I have Ben Roethlisberger in mind. You have Mark Sanchez, but I, I'd much rather have a conversation with Sanchez off the field.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> all right let's uh, move on to the next game so the the uh, the second game on Saturday going to be a night kickoff in Jacksonville the Jaguars ended up winning the AFC South they're going to host the Los Angeles Chargers we'll start with the Chargers since they're the visiting team keep that West Coast theme going uh, for me uh, I don't know if I'm uh, allowed to, to do this I, I just want to ask a question to start it am I allowed to just say stock weird or something like that because the Chargers- I was
2: going to do that with the Chargers like right in the middle
1: yeah, I was going to do stock the same for the Chargers. <laughs> I still don't really
0: know what they are. Yeah, like, you, you know, like there's that bowler, like, yeah, who do you think you are? I Like, the, the Chargers can't make a claim like that because nobody knows who the fuck they are other than they're weird. I mean, the, the fact that they, like, played their starters so long in the meaningless game against Denver the other night, like, what, what was that other than Brandon Staley continuing to make bizarre choices that hurt his team?
1: Uh, I want to set a marker for the over-under wide receivers getting hurt for the Chargers in this game at one and a half.
2: <laughs> oh, that's on FanDuel. I'm taking the over. I'm putting all my uh, money on it. Yeah, okay. At least Mike Williams goes down. Oh, that's easy. I mean,
0: Wasn't Mike Williams the one who got hurt in the last regular season game?
2: Yeah, but he's projected to play.
0: You sound disappointed by that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I mean, like you shouldn't be disappointed. Like if we're putting bets on that, it's going to be over one and a half. And Mike Williams gets injured sometimes. Like him playing will make it more likely that we hit that prop on Fanduel, boys.
2: You know, you're about your money, Swig. You know, I, I, you thought ahead. I wasn't thinking ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no, it's all right. It's all right. I just, I still like it. Oh, Mike Williams is playing. Yeah, damn it, that sucks, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I think we're all on the same page. Like, as weird as they are, like I would I would lean towards stock down myself. Like I know they won four in a row before the meaningless finale, but just every decision they make just baffles the living hell out of me. And I don't I, I trust Jacksonville more here. I,
1: I trust Jacksonville more too. And I almost want Los Angeles to lose this game in hopes that they'll fire Brandon Staley over it.
2: Exactly. I completely agree with that. I chargers roster top to bottom every offseason they're that team the sexy super bowl pick that's because their roster what healthy is one of the best but brandon staley doesn't look like he's a great motivator great head coach it just looks like they're this team is so stagnant sometimes and it just drives me nuts as a football fan because i love herbert love that entire team but staley's holding that team back so i kind of just want them to lose so in hopes brandon staley can just get the boot
0: yeah, I totally get that impulse. Cause like I know, I'm not comparing it exactly, but remember when the Chargers had a really, really great top to bottom roster a couple of the years? They had Rivers, and something ended up holding them back just about every year. Like this has a really similar feel to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, was yeah, their that's... coach like North Turner back then?
0: Yeah, I think it was North Turner. Didn't they have like, or maybe Ken Wisenhunt?
2: or like Marty Morningwig? You had Anthony Lynn somewhere in there. Anthony Lynn. Yeah.
0: This is a good throwback. I, like
1: I it. feel like that that long ago.
0: It was like Anthony Lynn in the last like six years, maybe.
2: Yeah. I wonder, yeah. Yeah. I'm, they they had a really good year with uh, Anthony Lynn, but they were uh, twelve and four. But they were like the wild card team.
1: Wasn't Anthony Lynn the last coach before Staley? Oh.
0: Yeah. You know what? Now uh, yeah. I'm I'm really curious. I, I'm i sorry to any Jaguars fans who want us to move on, but I'm going to look this up before we do anything else. So cool. Anthony Lynn, I'm on his Wikipedia page now. Chargers head coach, yeah, from 2017 to 2020, and then coordinator after that. that so, yeah. This is Staley's second year. Yeah, he, you're right. He was the last coach before Brandon Staley. Why? Wow. Yeah, my sense of time has been entirely warped. All right, let's move over to the Jaguars then. So they ended up finishing the season on a five-game winning streak, ended up taking the AFC South in the basically winner-take all game on Saturday night. While that last game was ugly, I would I would have to say stock up myself. Nick, I'll go to you first on this one. What do you think?
2: I think it's stock up. I mean, they started off what, two and six and finish off the season seven and two. Trevor Lawrence is playing like a top five quarterback right now in terms of statistics with completion percentage, QBR, everything with that. Uh, Doug Peterson's hitting the right buttons. Uh, His biggest thing he was known for in Philly was like the late season surges he would have like to sneak into the playoffs and get a win or two. And this is exactly repeating like his previous teams. Um, He's pushing the right buttons. The defense is middle of the pack. But they create turnovers. They uh they allow big yards, but they create turnovers. And I really like this team to get a win, maybe two, to surprise some people. I, I just love what they're doing, and the future is extremely bright.
1: Um, are you guys ready for my bad pun of the episode?
0: <laughs> Only of one course. this week. I'm blessed.
1: Like a like a doomsday prepper, I'm going stock up.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, Start off with, uh, I, I think Doug Peterson's my favorite for coach of the year this year, just by the sheer fact that he took the number one overall pick team to the playoffs. And Trevor Lawrence has definitely turned it up as of late. And like you said, Nick, that defense is middle of the pack, but they are pretty damn opportunistic.
0: Yeah, opportunistic's the perfect word for them. Like, they've been capitalizing on their opportunities. I think the first game that where I, like, really noticed that was the, the game where they came back and beat the Cowboys in overtime. Like, yeah, their defense did not play great overall, but they made big plays when it mattered and found a way to get a win. And I, it's not a formula you can rely on every week. Like, there's still some clear limitations with the Jags, but stock's uh, up overall, especially from the start of the season. Uh, Peterson's gotten the most. Like, Lawrence has been better. He's getting the most out of – uh, Christian Kirk and Ingram and Zay Jones all having career years like the, the The offense, the sky's the limit here. I I don't, the AFC is pretty loaded. I think they might be one year away from like really battling a team like Kansas city or Buffalo or Cincinnati, but the, the future is really bright for them.
2: Yeah. I love everything that they're doing. Um, I mean, I, I'm actually really excited for this game. I mean, Jesse Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence and you got two potent off- offenses with it. Uh, pack defenses it's actually going to be a really exciting game so it's one of my favorite ones to look forward to this weekend
1: oh this is definitely my favorite wild card matchup
0: yeah mine too I, I definitely agree I'm excited for it uh, I want to switch over now to the Sunday game we'll start like keep it with the Florida theme with Jacksonville first game on Sunday is the Miami Dolphins against the Bills Dolphins are the visiting team so I want to start with them Blake I'll go to you first on this one what's your stock report on the Dolphins heading into this game
1: Um, it's a, it's a toss up. I'm in between stock the same and stock down this, uh, it'd be stock the same if two manages to play in this game, it's stock down. If, uh, Skylar Thompson gets to start this team, uh, kind of fizzled out at the end. They had the miracle start. I love their coach and I like a lot of pieces on their roster, but, uh, as of lately, I don't see this team making any kind of push in the postseason.
2: So I'm kind of with Blake with the depending of Tua. So if he doesn't play I'm stock down, but if he does play, I'm actually stock up even though they've been on a losing streak lately. Because with Tua, they're scoring over 25 points per game. Uh, they are two games against the Bills. Uh, the first one they won. The second one was a snowy game, bad weather, and honestly, they had a few breaks go against them. And honestly, they should have won that game. They should have swept the Bills and had a chance for the division. So, based off the matchup, if to a place, I actually kind of lean stock up.
0: Interesting. Like, yeah, I, I definitely agree. The Dolphins played the Bills about as well as anybody. The thing is, like, from what I read, Tua is not out of the protocols. He isn't cleared for football activities. And uh, we got five more days until until the game. Like, I don't love his odds of suiting up. And, I mean, I almost forgot that Teddy Bridgewater existed, even though he's, like, started a couple games for them. Um, if he plays, like, they got a better shan- chance than they do with Skylar Thompson. But I don't see them winning unless Tua plays. And even then, I don't love their odds.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. The only way they win this game
2: is if Tua plays for sure. Yeah. They have no chance to this guy Thompson. They are terrible with him. They've looked so bad. The few starts he's had, but I do like their odds against with Tua if he has a chance to play, because they played the bills very tough.
0: They did. And I mean, the offense is fun to watch for Miami. And there's obviously some talented players on that defense as well. It's just like, I, I can't say, I don't think I can say that they're not stocked down because they went eight and three to start and then barely slipped into the playoffs. Like it's hard to say that their stock is up. I know that injuries are obviously a huge part of that. So I'm not trying to take that away, but like, if it weren't for the Titans, like they, they, we might be talking about them as the biggest collapse team heading into the playoffs.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I just think that I'm only saying stock up in terms of the matchup that they're playing. I think if it was a Bengals or, a different team that they could play, I understand. But the way they play the Bills, only if Tua plays, they have a chance. But obviously, if he doesn't, Bills should destroy them, honestly. It's
1: very fair. I, I don't think – even if Skyler Thompson plays, I don't feel like the Bills really run away with this one. But they definitely win no matter what if Tua doesn't play.
0: Yeah, they get win handily if nothing else. I mean, let's flip it over to the other side of that. The Bills, uh, they end up with the two seed. There was obviously the interesting situation with Hamlin, where that game ended up not being played. And uh, real quick, we'll mention that uh, Demar Hamlin's doing a lot better. He's now back in Buffalo, so great news on his health there, which is the most important thing. But uh, looking at the football perspective, uh, a little interesting situation where they did not end up having the opportunity to get the one seed in home field and the first round bye and all that. There's still the possibility of a Bills Chiefs AFC championship at a neutral site. I'll go to you, Nick, to start this one. What, what's your stock report for them heading into this game?
2: Um, stock up, because honestly, they had a real chance to get that one seed. Um, but there is some questions. Um, they're arguably the best team in the AFC. AFC's loaded all the way around. But Josh Allen this year, since Brian Dable has left, He's been a turnover machine, not uh, not just with interceptions, but just strictly in the red zone. They have some serious issues in there, and that in the playoffs will come back to bite you. I say stock up because they're a great team, and they should get by the Dolphins, regardless who plays quarterback. Um, but I want to be careful about them after the wildcard week. Now, for
1: like the same reasons that you said is exactly why I'm going stock down. I-, I feel like they have if Tua doesn't play, they have a gimme game this week, and then after that, it's i I don't really know like what matchup they'll have, but I don't see them beating a lot of these AFC teams right now
0: yeah,'m I'm, I'm in a similar position. like I, I was really liking the bills more near the beginning of the year. I still like them. Like if they're able to find a way to eliminate those turnovers in the red zone, then all of us I really, really like their odds. but there's a larger sample size. And people would think about with turnovers, like Allen as a whole has thrown, what, like 15 interceptions this year? Like a, a higher number than you would expect. And like he's still an upper echelon quarterback who's made some incredible plays, and you're going to need him to do that to get some wins in this in the playoffs. But it's just there, – there's something that it, – it's definitely something that could hold them back. Like I'd be shocked if they lose this game at home, but I don't know what their ceiling would be after that.
2: Yeah, and not even just with the turnovers. Um if you notice the last like 4 weeks, the Bills overall defense, their pass defense has been very bad. And that's usually what they rely on. They've had a lot of issues back there, a lot of injuries as we know unfortunately, but they've a lot of teams have been able to just drive down the field and score on them. Mac Jones had a really good game overall. Had two bad picks, but was doing a great job uh, yesterday against them and then Joe Burrow in that game drove down the field and scored it was, looks like he was driving again and then uh, I forget who they played the week before <laughs> that but overall I think their defense hasn't been as good as like you said the beginning of the season
0: the injuries like, yeah, definitely. Hard, but, I mean, especially in the secondary right like did I cut you off there were you going to say something
1: no, I was just saying, yeah, definitely that their past defense has been pretty suspect as of lately.
0: I mean, it's been a problem for them all year. I know Tredavious White and, and Poyer and Hyde, like, yeah, we, we already talked about the injuries. I would still say stock up slightly for the Bills, but I, I do have some questions about them. But, like, their upside is as high as any team in the AFC. It's just they they have to have some certain things go their way, maybe get a little healthier, the uh the, the second game on sunday uh thankfully for me not a one o'clock start will be the the giants and the vikings in minnesota giants are the visiting team i'll start with them i'm curious to hear your boys thoughts because everyone knows i'm a fan of them by now um but uh blake i'll go to you first what what's your stock report for the giants heading into it
1: so um i'm going stock up you guys uh for two reasons, I really like this matchup for the Giants, and secondly, your backups played a great fucking game this last week. So if your backups can play like that, you can easily bench the shitty starters this week.
0: Okay, <laughs> Nick. <why don't> you- <laughs>
2: okay. Um, I say stock up as well. I mean, yo. Um, I mean, first of all. You played the Vikings really well, and Daniel Jones had one of his best games at Minnesota, the comeback. Yes, unfortunately, the 61-yard field will happen, but that is a great sign going into that game that the Giants know that they can compete with this team. Um, And they run the ball well. What the Vikings don't do is they can't stop the run. The Giants control the clock. They don't turn it over. And this is going to be a close game. Um, and I think it's stock up for the Giants have a great future I mean I love Brian Dable as a head coach so I I love uh, what the Giants have done and so I'm saying stock up
0: okay I, I can definitely see it like for me it's it's a little bit of both like the, the, like you said, Giants played Minnesota competitive a few weeks ago. The backups gave Philadelphia a surprising amount of trouble on Sunday here to wrap up. They, they clinched the playoff spot with their best game of the year against the Colts. Like, I get that. I, I would lean, may, like, maybe a little bit up. I wouldn't go quite as straight up, only because, like, the, the Giants were kind of the anti-Seahawks where they started the season 7-2 and two, and then went, what would that be, 2-5-1 and one in the last eight games? Like, I wouldn't call that their best stretch of football.
2: Right, but at least your – what was it? Your two wins were towards the end of the year, and then, like, your meaningful games where you need to win. Uh, the Giants showed out with a, um tie against the Washington, which was actually huge. They beat Washington on Sunday night, and they played great defensively, and then you had the dominating performance against, like you say, whatever's left of the Colts. That
1: in <laughs> those five losses, weren't they all close games? Like, you guys – are in every game you play
0: well all of them except for the first game against the eagles which was pretty horrible Uh, the lions game wasn't great either the rest of them are at least competitive i would say i I mean thanksgiving was decent i I, the the giants also are getting a lot healthier going into this game they didn't have to play anyone uh, in the eagles game last week and uh xavier mckinney came back for the colts game Adoree jackson might be back i really hope that he is uh, for the Vikings, because we all know how dangerous Justin Jefferson is, obviously. We'll get to that side in a second. Like, maybe the Giants could beat Minnesota. They would have to eliminate the turnovers. They had two really costly ones in the game a few weeks ago, but uh, I could see them winning if they do that. I don't think the Giants could go any further than beating Minnesota, though. Like, I think one playoff win would be their absolute ceiling.
2: It's a lot better than what the start of the season was, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. I just like, there's obviously still some, some real flaws on the team. Like I'm, I'm happy to be in the playoffs. I get that. I'm just, I'm going to enjoy the ride as much as I can and and hope for a, a good effort to, to finish off or hopefully to extend the season. But I, I do think there's also like some clear limitations. Is that fair enough?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: uh, definitely. Thank Now, moving over to the other side of that matchup, the Minnesota Vikings, they ended up with the three seed. They got the win in their finale against the Bears after getting gritty stomped by the Packers in the week before that and Alexander and all that. So uh, I'll go with uh, Blake. You want to start this one? What's your stock report on the Vikings heading into this game?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going stock down. This team's a bunch of frauds they've played a lot of close games which I mean they did that the year before too they lost a bunch of those this year they've managed to win them but I am uh, still not sold on this team I don't feel like if it's any time slot besides 1 p.m on Sunday that they show up
2: yeah so if you ask me stock up or stock down on this team I'm just gonna answer yes it's stock up it's middle it's down it's you don't know. This team can make a run to the Super Bowl or lose in the first round. They Their positives are they play a lot of close games and they win them. So when they're in that position, they can make the place to win. The downside is they can lose to anybody and just get blown out and look terrible. You just don't know with this team. So it's all over the place and you just don't know what you're going to get out of this team
0: yeah they're definitely not uh they're they're kind of like a box of chocolates in that regard um the i mean for me i put that the the vikings are about the same because i frankly i think they've been doing the same thing they've been doing the whole year for the most part like you boys said winning one possession games and then their luck ran out once or twice there was the lions game there was the packers game more recently other than that they've been able to find ways to win and like i don't think that that's a bad thing like going into the playoffs i just i don't think that's a sustainable formula to rely on throughout a a deep playoff run like i think they can beat the giants uh they they definitely can it depends which vikings show up the the giants don't uh, stop the run very well so they could get Dalvin cook involved or and they have the skill position skill position guys i don't trust the the defense quite as much although i don't think it's terrible either it's just i don't I, I don't know what it is I, it, I don't trust them for a deep run I think they could win one playoff game and then they'd probably be done after
1: yeah uh, I don't think I mean they could definitely win this playoff game I just I don't know if it's like a bias growing for me but I don't see
2: them winning this game I think the Giants are going to win personally um, but I mean the Vikings like I said when they they played a lot of close games, and that in the playoffs will be a huge factor when the game is close and they have to make plays. Like against the Giants, and Dan Jones hasn't played a playoff game. Kirk Cousins play all these close games, and they've been there. That's big. Then they play against most likely Brock Purdy. That could come into a situation. So I, the Vikings have the chance. I just don't see it happening.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be more just um, like they, they played the close games. That they, they won't panic if they get down early. But, uh, like, I mean, hell, they they had the largest comeback in NFL history a few weeks ago. Like, they know that they're capable of just about anything. But I just, like, I would throw out, like, while the Giants don't have the playoff experience, almost all of their games this season were close, too. They managed to win a decent chunk of them.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. the one thing is I can trust De'on Jones not turn the ball over, which is crazy to say.
0: I um, mean, that, that, to me, that's I'm that. what a sentence right there. I mean, <laughs> to me, um, I, I think it's I mean, just about every game can be decided by the turnover battle. But I think this one in particular, like the, the Giants turned it over twice a few weeks ago. The Vikings didn't. That was the that was a big part of why the Vikings managed to win. If the roles are reversed in this game, it could easily go the other way. But well, that, that's to me going to be the X factor in this game one way or the other the um the, the final game on Sunday uh we'll go back to the AFC for this one. That's going to be the Ravens going back to Cincinnati again. the uh the Ravens are going to be the team on the road so we'll start with them. but uh, we'll see if Lamar Jackson plays. Nick I'll go to you first. what what's your stock report on the Ravens?
2: I, I think it's stock down. I think it's like straight down. it is bad um just I mean I don't see Lamar Jackson playing, especially uh he's been in contract dispute. Um, so I just doubt he's going to play after seeing Connor Murray get hurt and, uh, and how bad the Ravens have looked without him should really help his contract. So I just don't see him play and the Ravens have looked terrible the last few weeks. Greg Roman with that offense, they're just trying to find quarterbacks that can fit like Lamar Jackson. No one can, and it's just bad. Um, so I really don't like what the Ravens are doing. Uh, and I don't think they have a chance against the Bengals on the road.
1: Really? Uh, you don't think this is going to be Lamar Jackson's Joe Flacco run? Uh, you know. It's a contract year. So, He's due for a, a Joe Flacco run.
2: So I do think it's weird that the NFL put this game on the prime time on Sunday a little bit. If Because then that might tell me Lamar Jackson might actually play. Then in that case, Ravens have a great chance. Um, but I just, if I was Lamar, I wouldn't play, um, especially if I've been in contract dispute and uh, just getting hurt, seeing Connor Murray and see how bad the Ravens are, that he has all the leverage in the world right now. And I don't think it would be smart to come back. Oh, well, okay. So... Go ahead, Blake. Okay,
1: so if Lamar does play, I'm going to stock up. I think this is a really solid team outside of wide receiver. So, there's a lot of things to like with that offense, with Lamar. It's very versatile. It's very hard to defend. But if it's if we're talking Tyler Huntley, uh, you can just eliminate them now.
0: I mean, you sound about as confident in them as you sound about the Dolphins if they have Skylar Thompson.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty much the same situation. It's literally the same situation, I think.
0: I have him a stock down. I'm gonna just throw this out real quick because he mentioned it. Uh so you said he was due for a Joe Flacco run. That would be to the Super Bowl they won with him. Or could it be another Lamar Jackson run to take a shit during the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see he had the runs.
2: <laughs> so they'll win. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah, I think that game was against Cleveland, but yeah, same difference. I mean, they are the Browns. Maybe that's what had him thinking about it. <laughs>
2: Their team does play like shit, so. That's where we're
0: drawing the line on, on this segment. I I I think it's great. I, I give it a point.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: well, I hope everyone enjoyed all those <laughs> the, the, the shitting jokes. But I mean, I like Harbaugh sounded somewhat optimistic that Lamar Jackson would be playing. Uh, I don't frankly care what he says. I'll believe it when I see it. I um. I don't know. I mean, the Ravens have not played very well without him. I I agree that he's clearly, it's clearly proven his value to the team, but I, I do think the Ravens have limitations. Even if Lamar plays, they usually tend to win either zero or one playoff game due to the fact that they usually can't throw the ball on the outside. And if teams have linebackers that can slow down Andrews and limit the run enough that that's usually enough to keep them from getting past the divisional round.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Isaiah likely is kind of picking it up lately. So they have another tight end to cover.
2: And J.K. Dobbins has been looking really good, even with Tyler Huntley and them. I think if Lamar Jackson plays, I can really see Ravens making a run because their defense is finally stepping up. That pass defense is finally getting better, healthy, and they're starting to look like what we expected out of them. So Lamar Jackson plays. That's a legit contender, but I just don't see it, like you said, swing. I'll believe it when I see it. So yeah,
0: um, it, well, the, less of the team is in the hospital at this point last year or this year than they were last year. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> all,
2: right. all right.
1: So if Lamar plays, I will walk in Ravens Super Bowl victory. Just so history repeats itself, contract year for their quarterback that won the Super Bowl over Pam,
0: and then it
2: all falls apart.
0: I really Don't you have a bad on the
2: Giants' face. way the Super Bowl though.
0: Hey, we won two. Yeah, just you know, talk to me when that happens. I mean, first of all, I would really like to just put that sound bite in in a week or two if the Ravens get eliminated with Lamar playing because I think it would just be funny. But uh, let's let's go to the other side of it. Go to the Bengals. They are going to end up hosting the game, and the fact that they beat the Ravens the other day means they will avoid the dreaded coin flip scenario. And I just want to shout out Joe Mixon with the touchdown celebration. I thought that was awesome. I might give them a slight stock up just for that.
1: Um. I'm giving them a stock up. They've worked really solid lately. Their defense is uh, surprising me once again with how cohesive they are. They just play fundamental, and it kind of pisses me off.
2: Eli Apple pisses
1: me
0: off. I mean, we all hate Eli Apple. We, we can agree on that one, right? Oh, yeah.
2: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I will kick you off this episode. I swear to God. <laughs> i mean
2: for me it's not
0: what do you got didn't...
1: can i ask a question real quick
0: uh, did that not count as your question
1: no that did not um so when he was a rookie on the giants didn't his like mom drive him to practice
0: yeah, yeah, his mom was with him in, in practice and training camp and all that. That's not why I don't like him. It's what mostly that when the uh, the Giants le- uh, traded him to the Saints, he got on uh, started bashing the Giants fan base for why he played like shit, and I didn't <laughs> care for that.
2: Understandable.
0: So, Nick, where are you at with the Bengals?
2: Um, I mean, I think it's all like stock up. Um, They've honestly, overall, the last 10 weeks, like other than the 49ers, they've been the best team. Um, I think that Joe Burrow is hitting his stride. Um, I don't like Zach Taylor, but that offense looks great. Um, Defense is looking really good. And honestly, I I can say that they're probably the best team in the AFC um, lately. And so I would go stock up.
0: See, now that's the hot take that we were waiting for on this one. I liked it. I, I like it a lot.
2: You can't see my
1: face, but I'm disgusted as fuck by what you just said.
2: Well, how about you beat them one time in the calendar year? Mm. Ooh,
1: all right, fair. Enough. I do like how Burrow said the Super Bowl window is as long as his
2: career. Uh, such a cold line. I love yeah. it.
0: That's a, that's a Joey Burr quote right there. I absolutely loved it. I mean, he, I think he's a hell of a quarterback, the offense. I don't really have much concerns about it's uh, just about uh, the, uh, the improvements with the offensive line, if they can keep Burrow protected because that was what eventually did them in last year. I, there, there's a lot of pieces I like. I, I think the team is very likable except for Eli Apple. And uh, I think the stock's up overall, but I could also see them losing as early as this weekend. It's weird. Like I, it, the, the AFC is pretty loaded, but Uh, those are all the games for this weekend for them. And obviously we'll see which one of them ends up playing the chiefs Uh, that leaves one NFC game being played on Monday night between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Well, we'll start with Dallas since they're the visiting team, Uh, Nick, uh, we're both fans of other NFC East teams. What's your stock report for the Cowboys going into this?
2: I, so I want to say stock plummet through (laughs) and I hate them so much. But in all reality, um, same with the Vikings, we don't know. It's stock up, yes, stock down, stock middle. I I don't know with them. Um, Their offense will go in spurts of scoring three straight touchdowns, and then Dak goes uh, can't score for the next two quarters, those two pick sixes. Their defense has started to fall off a little bit, but the NFC is so wide open, I can see them making a run at the same time. I don't love them because of Dak. I don't trust him. I don't trust Mike McCarthy either, but they have the talent. On paper, they have it. So I I just don't know with them.
1: Okay. I have another question. You think if they lose this game, Mike McCarthy gets caned? Yes.
2: Uh, I don't know. Jerry Jones really likes Mike uh, because he's a puppet um jerry jones loves his puppet uh, head coaches and honestly i mean mike mccarthy has done more in two seasons than jason garrett did in what 10 years
0: yeah yeah i would say that i mean i, I think mccarthy would get one more year if they lose uh, i'll be honest like like nick said i really hope they lose i have no idea what to think of this team like if they played like they did against washington then they're out And that's what I'm hoping for, if I'm being completely honest. But they've also had games where they slaughtered the Vikings and uh, they have a competent offense. That defense has a ton of talent on it, especially with the pass rush and Parsons. And, and, uh, I mean, the skill position guys like CeeDee Lamb has turned into a hell of a wide receiver, unfortunately. I, they don't have quite the same offensive line, and and Dak has had some turnover issues. We, we remember back, they're playing the Buccaneers week one of this year. Offense got nothing going. Low scoring battle. Dak got hurt in the game. Do you think that has any bearing on the rematch?
2: Um, yes and no. Um, because that was week one. The teams are a lot different. We thought Tampa Bay would be a top team. Um, they're not that good. Uh, but. What Washington did last week is similar to what the Buccaneers have on defense, a very loaded front seven that can get to the pass rusher, keep Dak uh, in the pocket, and then they press up on their wide receivers. So I think that Washington tape can really help Tampa Bay.
0: That's so. what I'm hoping right. to be made honest.
2: I'm going stock
1: down on Dallas because, uh, one, Dak Prescott, the defense is the only saving grace to me. They have some star players that show up at times. That's the only real chance I feel like they have in this game it, to capitalize on a struggling Tampa Bay offense. But, uh, yeah, I'm going stuck down because when has Tom Brady ever been one and done in the playoffs? There's okay. no way Dallas
2: wins this game. Against the Titans his last year against the Patriots with the
0: Patriots. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Is that the only time? It's the only one I can think of.
1: Yeah, it's the only one I can think of. So, if he goes one and done this year, then he's done in Tampa and is on to his third team. Las Vegas.
0: Maybe his third wife after that.
1: (laughs) Okay, Okay. you're picking.
0: You're picking let's go over to the Buccaneers uh, so we know that the you know Tom Brady's marriage was stocked down halfway through the season uh the team I'll, I'll start this one because I feel like it's obvious I'm gonna go stock down for the Buccaneers they literally have a worse record than every team in the NFC East
2: in the NFC Beast
0: the NFC Beast
2: yes thank you
0: or the NFC weast because I read the compass wrong <laughs> If you guys don't get the Spongebob reference listening to that, you're uncultured swines and you need to find it. But um, Nick, uh, I'll start with you one last time here for the last uh, stock report team. What's your stock watch for the Buccaneers? For me, this one's pretty cut and dry.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say stock down. Uh, But you just can't count out Tom Brady. that is the one thing uh, about him. Um, uh, Overall, the team looks slow. Offensive line is bad. Tom Brady doesn't – he still has – like the arm strength and everything. So it doesn't look like he's taken a step back, but overall the team has. Defensively, they're killed with injuries. Um, so I'll say stock down, but you just can't count out Tom Brady. That's the one thing that will scare NFC teams is Tom Brady.
1: I'm literally gonna have to agree with Nick like 100%. It's stock down, but I can't count this uh, team out just because of their quarterback.
0: Well, the last time I was really rooting for Tom Brady in a playoff game, he let me down, so I'm hoping that it doesn't happen again. But uh, I mean, NFC is wide open. You never know. The Buccaneers made the run a couple of years ago to win a Super Bowl, and then last year they blew the uh, they had the big comeback against the Rams, only to lose on a last-second field goal. So who the fuck knows? I'm excited to watch it though. And uh, but before we wrap this one up, uh, let's just finish this off with some game-by-game predictions, real quick. Uh, for the playoff games this weekend, go back to where we started with Seattle and San Francisco. Blake, who is winning that game?
1: Oh, San Francisco. You don't even have to ask. All
0: right, Nick.
2: Uh, it's not going to be close at San Francisco. But when did Tom Brady let you down in the playoffs, Wig?
0: That would be the Super Bowl against Philadelphia.
2: oh I thought <laughs> he played great.
0: I I didn't care for it. <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't know what it is like I, i'm gonna go san francisco here i have a feeling the game's gonna be a lot closer I, I i'm going to pick the 49ers but i'm gonna have them winning by like maybe four i i don't know why i just think it'll be closer than people expect but i am gonna pick them move on uh i i think we all kind of hit on this earlier are we all picking the jags against the chargers i am uh- all right. Well, that's simple enough. And then are we all going to? Uh, uh, do we all have the Bills over the Dolphins, especially if Tua doesn't play?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. No Tua Bills. Tua uh, still Bills.
0: <laughs> all right. Then, bills <laughs> it is. That sums it up. Um, okay. Then the, we go on to Giants Vikings. What do you boys have on that one?
1: Giants.
2: Daddy Dives.
0: I'm really, really hoping that ends up happening. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it, is where I'm at. I do think it will be a close game.
1: Playoff Kenny, lock in a Galladay touchdown. What? Um,
0: I'll tell you what. I will say the one nice thing about Kenny Galladay on this episode, because he finally caught a touchdown as a Giant, he now has the same number as Andrew Thomas. (laughs) Not less, the same goddamn amount. That's worth the money. Good for you, Kenny. Better late than never. It was actually a hell of a catch. I wish we could have saw more of that. Um, Move on to the Ravens and Bengals game. That's the one I'm actually really excited to see uh, the most. Uh, What what do you boys think uh, is going to win that game?
2: Bengals. No
1: Lamar Bengals. Lamar Ravens. Ravens and Super Bowl
2: Lamar for you. Yes.
0: All right, (laughs) like there's the hot take again um I mean I almost like I'll be honest I almost went hot take the Seahawks are gonna win I'm I'm still considering it but uh I'm gonna go with the Bengals in that game uh and then that leaves the Monday night game Dallas Tampa Bay Blake who you got
1: uh Tampa Bay and I don't even think that's a hot take yeah I'm gonna go with Tampa
2: Bay
0: yeah, like I'll, I'll give Tom the benefit of the doubt. I'm also not, – I'm not going to hide the bias here. I'm going to be openly rooting for him to win this time.
2: I do think Dallas is a better team, though.
0: Yeah, that's, that's unfortunately where I'm at as well, especially with the – m- let's go with massive, massive catastrophe that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line. Yeah. Yeah all right well that, that's about all i got for this week i'm excited to watch some playoff games i'm happy that the giants are back in it for the first time in six years you boys can enjoy your week off as your one seeds you spoiled assholes uh, did you guys have any other notes you wanted to to throw in here with the the playoff talk before we wrap up the show
1: uh completely unrelated to the wild card weekend but i would love a chiefs eagle super bowl
2: i would love that too um i would think we would lose. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I I just want to see the Eagles uh make the Super Bowl. Um Jalen Hurts, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. The last time we saw him in the playoffs, oh boy, that was The
0: the last I time. Hope- also not related um uh, i know blake and i have talked about this before there's a, a scene from an episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia where charlie's character yells wild card bitches and then jumps out the back of a van and i've been thinking about that the entire time we've recorded this for wild card weekend and that's what uh, that's what i'm excited about huh.
1: <laughs> you make that the title of this episode please
0: wild card bitches like you want me to make that the title
1: Yes, I don't care if literally no one gets it. I love it.
2: They will you know when they listen.
0: Or, I mean, you guys vote on it now. Either wildcard bitches or playoffs.
2: The wild card wild pitches.
0: All right, well, you guys heard it here. Fine. All right, I'll make it the title of the episode. Let's hope people get it. Uh, Nick, I want to thank you again for coming on. Thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate it.
2: Uh, I appreciate you guys for letting me uh, join again, and I will keep joining every time you guys ask. I love talking sports with you guys every time. Oh, that's great.
0: We love having you. Uh, that's uh, all we have for this week. So once again, we'll thank Nick for coming on. We hope everyone enjoyed the talk about the playoffs and is going to enjoy the games this weekend. Please make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform channel. I did have a bunch of people reach out to me last week asking for the uh, Apple and Google Play links. I do have those. I can put them in the description. Uh, feel free to reach out to us on social media as well. We have our Twitter and Instagram pages, at mean, and, and there's a link tree in the bio of both of those where you can the uh, link on all the platforms that you you might want to listen to it on Uh, and uh, that's everything I got for this week so for Blake as always this is Swig signing off we'll be back next week to talk some more playoffs have a good day everybody